We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm continuing my uh, breakdowns on the college football bowl season. And uh, in this episode, I will be tackling the Boca Raton Bowl, which will be on Tuesday, December 20th. Um, Interested to see this matchup between the Liberty Flames and the Toledo Rockets. Uh, Two teams that on paper seem pretty evenly matched. So this this game could be very, very interesting from that standpoint. But first I want to take a look at uh, the history of the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, This bowl started in 2014. Um, Obviously it's had a couple different sponsor changes. Um, But nonetheless, um, still always been played in Boca Raton on the campus of Florida Atlantic University. Um, looking at the matchup, last year's matchup saw Western Kentucky defeat App State 59-38. to um, Very, very high-scoring games. The, the lowest uh, scoring game from the winning perspective was in 2015 when Toledo defeated Temple uh, 32-17. to Now, granted, there was a lower-scoring game when in 2017 when FAU defeated Akron 50-3. to but nonetheless, um, some very, very high-scoring games and some notable MVPs in this game. 2014 saw Marshall quarterback Rakeem Cato. Uh, 2020 saw BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. And last year saw uh, NCAA record-setting quarterback Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. So, um, like I said, some interesting uh, ties with uh, some very, very good offensive production in this game. So it'll be interesting to see if that uh, occurs in this game. And and I firmly believe that it will with two high-scoring offenses, uh, potent passing attacks and rushing attacks. Some very similar numbers when you look at these teams. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, first, I'm going to look at the Liberty Flames, who finished year 8-4. and four. Um, At one point, they were ranked as high as number 19 in the season. Had some... Uh, pretty big wins this year started out the year um, winning at southern miss 29 27 and four overtimes uh, next week beat uab 21 to 14 lost the following week at number 19 wake forest by 1.37 36 defeated akron 21 to 12 one at old dominion 38 to 24 one at umass 42 to 24 defeated fcs gardner webb 21 20 then they beat BYU, huge win for the program, 41-14, and then turned around and won at Arkansas, 21-19. So a huge stretch of a six-game winning streak there after losing to Wake Forest by one point. So at one point, this team was 8-1 and one with their only loss coming on the road at a ranked Wake Forest by one point. Um, then they lost their last three games, losing at UConn, 36-33, 
losing to Virginia Tech 23-22, and then losing at home to New Mexico State 49-14. But I contribute those three losses. Now, granted, they didn't play as well, obviously. That I mean, that's why you lose football games. But the rumors swirling about Coach Hugh Freeze leaving and everything that went with that, you could just kind of see uh, the wheels fell off a little bit. So now that Hugh Freeze is gone, uh, Jamie Chadwell will be taking over. But Josh Aldridge, the co-defensive coordinator, um, is serving as the interim head coach for this game. So I see Liberty kind of having a little bit more continuity. Um, hopefully things flow a little bit better for them because this is a good football team. And um, they, they deserve um, this game against a very good Toledo Rockets team. But looking at Liberty, they average just over 28 points per game, give up 25 points per game, average 220 passing yards per game, 178 rushing yards per game, give up 201 passing yards per game, and 144 rushing yards per game. So now I'm going to shift over to the Toledo Rockets, who went 8-5, and 5-3 five, five and three in the MAC, um, winners of the MAC West. And they won the MAC championship against Ohio. Um, so coming in on a on a high um, start the year, they beat FCS at Long Island thirty-seven nothing. Defeated UMass fifty-five to ten. Lost at number three Ohio State seventy-seven twenty-one. Lost at San Diego State seventeen to fourteen. Beat Central Michigan thirty-eight seventeen. Lost at Northern or uh, yes. Uh, one at Northern Illinois, 52-13. to Beat Kent State, 52-31. to Lost at Buffalo, 34-27. Uh, to uh, One at Eastern Michigan, 27-24. Defeated Ball State, 28-21. Lost to Bowling Green in the Battle of I-75, 42-35. Then lost at Western Michigan, 20-14. Like I said, they ended up beating Ohio in the MAC Championship game, 17-7. Um, then looking at the Rockets' stats, they average 32 points per game, give up uh, nearly 26, um, 228 passing yards per game, 178 rushing yards per game. Um, they allow about 186 passing yards per game and about 147 rushing yards per game. So if you if you remember uh, the stats, the key stats here. So lit. Uh, Toledo averages 32 points, Liberty 28. Defensively, they both give up 25 to 26 points. Passing yards, Liberty 222, Toledo 228. Rushing yards, the exact same, 178 rushing yards per game for each team. Passing yards allowed, Liberty gives up 201, Toledo 186. And rushing yards per game, Toledo gives up 144. And Toledo, Liberty gives up 144, and Toledo gives up 147. So very, very similar from the statistics standpoint. Now, I would like to throw in there the Ohio State loss of uh, 77-21. Obviously, you play Ohio State. They're going to rack up a ton of yards and points. So there is that to look at as well um, when you're looking at some of the statistics um, just from that standpoint. But nonetheless, I mean, very, very similar for each of these teams. Then to look back at Liberty now, obviously no all-conference players because of uh, 
uh, not being in a conference. Now they are moving into Conference USA in a couple years, uh, actually next year. So it'll be uh, fun to see them have the opportunity now to uh, maybe be one of the uh, P5s in the New Year's Six uh, conversation, especially with Jamie Chadwell as the head coach now. But looking at Liberty, all time they are 3-0 and bowl games. They've never lost a bowl game. So they've played in some tremendous bowl games. Um, notably, though, the game in 2020 against Coastal Carolina. Um, so the, the, this is a team that hasn't lost a bowl game yet. So this is going to be very, very interesting. And like I said, I think this game is almost a toss-up, honestly. Looking at uh, some of the key guys at Liberty, um, two different quarterbacks have seen action. Uh, Jonathan Bennett has 1,534 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Then there's Caden Salter, who had 1,002 yards passing, 7 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Um, but the key guy that they're going to be looking for is Demario Douglas at wide receiver. 73 receptions, 977 yards, 6 touchdowns. Uh, just a tremendous athlete. I remember watching him in the UConn game just turn on the Jets um, and just burn everybody on a key play to score a touchdown in that game. And then there is a defensive end, Darrell Johnson, who earned All-American honors. Um, 49 tackles, 8 sacks, 3 fumble recoveries, but the number one thing he does is tackles for loss. 22.5 tackles for loss on the season, which was first nationally first at 1.9 per game so nearly two tackles for loss per game uh johnson is always in the backfield just a tremendous player looking at some of the liberty's key stats are 19th on third down defense at 32 percent top 25 25th in first down defense only allowing 215 on the season they're 17th in interceptions at 14 um, on the season 29th in pass defense at about 201 yards per game Fourth and sacks per game at 3.42. Uh, they got 41 on the season. But here's the key one. They're first nationally in tackles for loss point game at, at tackles for loss per game at 9.1 per game. Next closest was James Madison at 8.5. That's a pretty significant difference when it comes to this statistic. 109 on the season. Obviously, it helps when you have the guy who leads the nation in that category. But still, there's other guys making plays to do this too. The Flames are 36th in total defense at 345 yards given up per game and 19th in turnovers gained at 23 on the season. <clears throat> now uh, turning the focus to the Toledo Rockets. They're 10-9 all-time in bowl games. Um, looking at some of their all-MAC performers, offensive lineman Nick Rossi, defensive lineman Deshaun, Deshaun Johnson, Linebacker Dallas Gant and defensive back Maxon Hook. Uh, second team performers, quarterback Daquan Finn, wide receiver Jawan Newton, defensive lineman Jamal Hines, linebacker Deontay Johnson, and DB Nate Bauer. So looking at some of their key players, uh, Daquan Finn is a load offensively, 2,127 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, so he will make some mistakes there, but he is tremendous on his feet. 608 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. So he's accounted for nearly 3,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. And that's with missing two games, two key conference games against Buffalo and Eastern Michigan. Um, 
wide receiver Jawan Newton, 788 yards receiving, nine touchdowns, and over 16-yard average. Linebacker Dallas Gantt, 112 tackles, two forced fumbles. Linebacker Deontay Johnson, 102 tackles, three sacks, two fumble recoveries. Uh, safety Max and Hook had uh, seven, 74 tackles and two interceptions. Defensive tackle Jawan Johnson had 65 tackles, five and a half sacks. And then safety Nate Bauer, 57 tackles and two interceptions. Uh, some of the key stats for Toledo, 28th and third down defense at 33.8%. They're 25th and fourth down offense converting at 61.5%, 16 for 26 on the season. So they, they'll go for it on fourth, on fourth down, that's for sure. Um, Fourth down defense, they're 28th nationally at 41.7% given up. And then they're 35th, both in first down defense and offense. So they've given up 224 first downs, but they've also converted 281 themselves. 16th nationally in pass defense and oh, just under 186 yards per game. 34th in yards per completion at just under 13 yards per completion. 39th in scoring offense at just over 32 points per game. They're 18th in tackles for losses at 7 per game. Looking back at Liberty being first at 9.1 per game. Um, but the Rockets have 91 total tackles for loss on the season. And the Rockets are 25th in total defense at just under 332 yards per game. Which, seeing them in a lot of these defensive categories, I think is pretty impressive. Um, as they come from the MAC where there are a lot of high-scoring games, a lot of yards being put up. So I think it's impressive seeing Toledo being in so many of these uh, defensive categories, especially looking back how they played Ohio State for one, giving up 77 points in that game, but still being top 35 uh, in so many defensive categories. So. This is an impressive defense, an impressive bunch, um, but a game that I'm really, really looking forward to watching. The Boca Raton Bulls, like I've, like I said at the beginning, has been a bull, especially the past handful of years. There's been really, really good football games, so I'm looking, really looking forward to uh, what we got coming here. Um, uh, the spread as of Monday, December 19th, Toledo is favored by three and a half. I think the game could be closer than that even. Then the over-under of 53, I think at the way that both these offensives can move and score, I think it could be over that. But I also don't want to slight either Toledo's defense, like I've talked about, or Liberty in the way that they're able to tackle opponents behind the line of scrimmage. Um, so I, I'm, Toledo doesn't run the ball a ton, but obviously they're going to run at some they're going to be try to be as balanced as they can be uh, they're going to run some screens so liberty is going to have an opportunity to try to make some plays behind the line of scrimmage but as you know toledo is going to try to uh, <clears throat> do everything they can to get away from that so we'll we'll see how that battle goes on the line of scrimmage um, again thank you guys for tuning in hope you guys enjoyed this bull breakdown please feel free to follow me uh, personally on twitter at coach underscore b will also, please follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Like, subscribe, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, please give us a follow. Much appreciated. Um, everybody have a good night. God bless.